Howdy, boys and girls. Um, I, my cat. It. I. I'll. We'll maybe we'll explain and maybe we'll show you. But the cat. Uh, he doesn't care that it's week nine of the college football season, <laughs> and he only cares about the Carly Crabby show because I'm up here doing stuff. And he's like, "What are you doing?" Uh, but I'll. I'll we'll, if you're watching, we will show you some of that stuff, or maybe I'll, I'll post a screen crap or two. Anyway. <laughs> It's week nine of the college football season and week nine of the Carla and Crappy show. Carla does not have small animals climbing all over her desk. I, it doesn't appear that way anyway. I, I, I certainly don't. Things are much calmer here in Nashville at the moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I have been enjoying watching uh, Charlie crash the show. This is kind of fun. He is, he's very nice. He can be very nice. Um, but he also gets to a point. This is, I mean, th- seriously, this is how we learn what it's like to live with a toddler and, and why we decided that's not a good idea for us because I mean, he is, I mean, he's, he's, he's literally like a two year old. If he gets to the point where he's bored, he just starts picking at stuff and messing around and making noise. And we're both just like, stop it. Um, so there are uh, no guarantees. He may be back up on my desk. Uh, as we're taping this, we're going to power through it. Um, because, uh, because we're professional. It's, is is why we're going to, why we're sure. Gonna, Sure. That's our Halloween costume this year? Professionals? Professionals. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to dress like that anymore. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't ever have to leave the office for anything. I could, I could wear hoodies and shorts like I'm wearing now every day. And everyone would be like, eh, okay. <laughs> um, we should, uh, uh, we should get around to talking to college football. Sure. Um, uh, last weekend was, last weekend was fun. Um, I, I don't know about how much you got to see, but uh, is there anything that uh, that that uh, stuck out to you as you watched Penn State beat Michigan? Maybe. Yeah. Um. No, well, so it's funny. So, <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't yes, know if that's one things... thing or not. That's wild guess. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm 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 holding on to that for just for for a little bit for later in the show. But um. But no, those of you that were following me on Twitter on Saturday know that I was um, helping to lead a designathon on Saturday, um, with a bunch of my college students from MTSU, and so we had an eight-hour workday on Saturday. Um. But the good news was is that we had three televisions running. Um, so we had three TVs on three different games. Um, but the one game we didn't have on was the game of the week. And, uh, and I wrote here my notes. Um, Georgia, we can have the worst horrible loss of the year. Wisconsin, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, why that didn't become a meme, I, that's the shocker of the week. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's still a head scratcher and we're how many days away from when that game happened. And it's just like, how in the heck does Wisconsin lose that game? Um, which is funny. Cause I'll bring that up when we're talking about your game this week. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, it was just, it just crazy. The statistics in that game, you know, Wisconsin had the ball for 41 minutes. Uh-huh. Illinois had it for 19 and they still lost. Like, it's just, it's just crazy inexplicable. Um, and it was just kind of one of those weeks that like some of the off the radar games, because mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Illinois, I think it was on the Big Ten networks. So, like nobody was really paying attention to that game right. until it was over, and we went, "Oh wait, what?" Um, <laughs> same thing with Virginia Tech, Carolina, mm-hmm. um, the game that went six overtimes. Nobody yes. was paying attention to that game until somebody said, "Oh wait, they're in the fourth overtime," and the new overtime rules just went into play. And um, that was, and that's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's when you must go for two after. It's or just two you, point you can't conversions. Get- Oh, 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 okay. So there's no drive anymore. Like, after you get past the fourth overtime, it's literally you just line up for a two-point conversion. Wow, that's fun. Okay. Okay. Um, And it it still went six overtimes. Um, You know, so that was a crazy game. And then, of course, the game that got all the attention here in Nashville, which is another game that I didn't see any of, um, 
was uh, Vanderbilt with a huge win over uh, Missouri here at home mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. on West End, um, which is interesting because all the um, national media the week leading into this game um, were, were railing on Derek Mason pretty hard, um, right. at, at, rightfully so. Um, you know, they kept driving home the fact that, that Vanderbilt lost at home to a one in four Mountain West UNLV team right. the week before. Um, which I mean, Vanderbilt, yes, still is an SEC team, believe it or not. Um, and it's just one of those, you know, an SEC team cannot lose to a one and four Mountain West team at home. Um, and so, you know, people were, you know, Derek Mason's the nicest guy on the face of the planet. Everybody that's dealt with him will tell you that. Um, but it was starting to get to the point of like, well, he's either going to have to fire his entire coaching staff, um, or he's going to have to take, um, leave from his job at the end of the year. That was kind of where everybody was. Mm -hmm. Talk about a huge statement win. And we saw Derek Mason here in Nashville after that game that we Mm -hmm. have never seen before. Mm -hmm. Um, He was fired up. He was, you know, making the case for his job. He he, he didn't hear it all week. You know, it was all local guys. And so for him, after the game, as he was walking off the field, talking to the SEC sideline reporter, saying, you know, everybody wants this job, but I'm the guy for it. Like, that's something you don't hear from Derek Mason. Um, So here's hoping, you know, for Mm -hmm. just for some signs of life in the Vanderbilt football program. And there's a lot of other things happening there. But that was that was such a huge win. It was homecoming, too. So Mm -hmm. there were actually people in the stands that were Vanderbilt fans. Um, Although it was tougher to tell because Missouri and Vanderbilt have the same colors. So it was at least masked. Nice. (laughs) But. But yeah, so it was kind of nice to see Vanderbilt kind of getting some life in the in, in some good press for for a change, and uh, yeah, we'll absolutely. see we'll see if they turn it around a little bit. It would be nice okay. to see um, Anchor Down come around. But absolutely. yeah, what a crazy weekend! That was fun. Um, I uh, the thing I and and you you started uh, down the road a little bit, and obviously we're going to spend some time on it uh, at, while we are talking. Um, we will be discussing the uh, the uh, Jimmy Harbaugh unemployment watch uh, later in the show. That Is that a new up. index? Um. I don't know. We need an index, but uh, but geez, um, it's a, it's something that I, I imagine we're going to spend some time on. You know who else has a downright frightening close to the season? Uh, that is PJ Fleck in Minnesota. Um, yeah. After Wisconsin's loss to Illinois, the Minnesota. Here's here is a sentence that I may have never said before in my life. Minnesota is in charge. The Big Ten West, um, <laughs> and 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 you know they, they went out. They're they're going to the title game, which is an awesome thing for them. Um, yeah. It's not an easy position to hold. Uh, they, they have divisional games left: Iowa, at Northwestern, and Wisconsin. Um, bonus fun: they have to host Penn State on November 9th. Um, so I mean, it's 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 not it, it's it's disingenuous to to compare PJ Fleck his position to Jimmy Harbaugh's position. I mean, if PJ wins half of those games, he's going to be sainted in the state of Minnesota. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and if Harbaugh, well, we'll talk about what we'll, we'll talk about what happens with Jimmy um, with, depending on how his, uh, his, uh, his, uh, the rest of his season goes, but man, if it, uh, just, just such a crazy turnaround and PJ Fleck has, has done it everywhere he's coached so far. Yeah. If he can get the Gophers to the big 10 title game. Um, in you what know, year three? Uh, Minnesota Sports Hall of Fame. He will be elected. This is the state that elected Jesse Ventura governor. So he could probably run for governor and win. Um, <laughs> if, he, if he wanted to do that, that would just be a that would just be a, a, a possibility that he might want to think about when coaching is done. But what is, um, would his tagline be? Row the row the vote. Row the vote. Man, you should you should do this stuff for a living, Carla. <laughs> hmm. My, my husband. The... My husband does. <clears throat> 
that wrote the vote. Okay. Uh, uh, one other thing to take care of before we get to our games, uh, your weekly look at the Clemson Index. Um, they are home uh, against unranked Boston College, and they are favored by 35 points. Um, <laughs> what, what, just real quick, what, what's, your, what's your Clemson Index look like for this week? So things come in threes, right? This is what this is what makes me a little bit nervous here, okay. um, because we had Georgia ing two weeks ago, we had Wisconsin ing last weekend. Is this the weekend we get a Clemson ing? I, there's and and BC is an interesting candidate for this, right. um, because you know this could be the week for Clemson. They're playing at home, so I like that. Boston College's defense is terrible, um, yes. so so they've got that going for them. I think that's why the line's so big. Hence the line. Hence the line. <laughs> um, Quoting Huguenin again, rancid. Um, <laughs> but here's here's what here's what makes me nervous about this game a little mm. bit. Boston College has played teams close this year. They played <laughs> Louisville close. They played Wake very close. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this at a five and a half. Okay. I, I I think okay. it, I think Boston College's defense is too bad <laughs> um, yeah. to, to really make this a legitimate thing. But but things come in threes. Some team is going to have some team is going to have an inexplicable loss this week. I don't know if it's Clemson or not, but I would keep your eye on this one. I had not I had not thought about that. I was actually thinking uh, more reverse psychology um, because Clemson is, and, and this is getting more and more attention. We talked about it a little bit last week. Um, they don't look like Clemson of the last couple seasons. Right. That's um, true. Uh, yeah. Th- Inconsistent offense, uh, defense, especially uh, the front seven, isn't just the the, the, the monstrous invincible thing that it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think what will happen is that the inconsistent play of the last couple of weeks, and especially the attention surrounding that, um, that means Dabo is going to work extra hard to get his team's attention. Therefore, I think the index for this week is going to be lower. I'm I'm giving it a three. Reverse okay. psychology. So I, I um, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. Also, I I would I would definitely take Boston College in the points for this. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, our games we have uh, as as customary we have three of them starting with Big Nude Saturday, <laughs> which I get to see in person. Um, I will not be nude on Saturday because the uh, the forecast in Columbus is a chance of rain and temps in the fifties, and that's. That's, that's a little chilly, so I'm, I'm not going to do that. This, of course, is number 13, Wisconsin at number three, Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by a reasonable, I think, 14 points. Um, Carla, beside um, my, my clothing says for the game, what do you, what do you think? Well, and and talk about was talk about like sucking the air out of the room with the I, loss last week to Wisconsin. Like, yeah. like this game, I was so excited for this game, and then they screw around and Bucky you, loses. You were excited. Was, yeah. Uh, Bucky screws around and loses to the freaking Illini, and now it's just like, yeah, Ohio State's going to win this game. But I did actually look a little bit into this. I'm going to leave most of the analysis to you here. Um, But so the one thing I looked at was both these teams have really, really great defenses. Um, Ohio State is a little weaker against the run, which is going to be an interesting matchup going up against Jonathan Taylor. But then the interesting thing about about the Jonathan Taylor thing is the fact that J.K. Dobbins' numbers actually aren't that different from Jonathan Taylor. Um, I I think Taylor's got like 15 more yards on the season. Yep. The uh, big, it's, it's really tight. It's really close. The big difference is in scoring. Um, yeah. Taylor's yeah. got a bunch more touchdowns than, than J.K. Dobbins does, but that's to be understood because – Ohio State hasn't had to run the football for a touchdown. Um, you know, it's just that's just the way it is. But where I think the the key to this game is, and I had a lot of fun digging in the stats this week. Okay. Turnover margin. 
is, is the reason why Ohio State is going to win this game. Ohio State is number four in the country in turnover margin, and they've had 10 interceptions. Mm-hmm. And it was Jack Cohn's interception last week that essentially, I mean, a lot of other things, but but the poorly timed interception is what cost Wisconsin that game. Right. That, at, the, at the end of the game, yeah, that was, there, there's no question. Then you, yeah. you've got Illinois uh, with the ball with enough time to get down and, and kick the field goal, which right. is what they did. So I, I think Ohio State's propensity for, for causing turnovers mm-hmm. um, is going to be the difference in this game. I think defensively these two teams are pretty equal, um, yeah. but I think that's going to be the difference. Um, yeah, I, I think you're going to see an Ohio State win. I, I don't know about the line. I mean, 14 is reasonable, but I don't know. I, I think – is it going to rain? Uh, 50-50 chance right now. And it's and it's gone back and forth twice this week. So I, I, who knows by then? Wisconsin covers. I see it like a ten point okay. Ohio State victory. Um, but I think Ohio State wins this fairly comfortably. I don't see. And by comfortable, I mean like the way that Penn State beat Michigan last week, where it mm-hmm. got a little bit uncomfortable at the end. Um, and that's that, that's fine. That, that's, but but yeah, yeah I, I think the Buckeyes win this game at home. Okay. Um, uh, first, let's uh, discuss my my uh, college football fan brain. Um, which is, I you know, I, I look at the situation after, I was thinking about this on Saturday, after Wisconsin lost, and I'm like, okay, your, your team's just, you, you've just been upset on the road. Um, you're a clear favorite to win your division and maybe work your way into a conference title, maybe a playoff spot, even if things work out. You need, you need to make a statement right now to get back on track. And there is no better time to do that uh, during a, a road trip to the number three team in the country that would that would take care of that very, very easily. So um, I am annoyed for a whole bunch of reasons that, that Wisconsin lost last weekend, uh, the, not the least of which is that, I, you know, you just feel like, oh, man, they're going to be pissed off when they come to Columbus. And I, uh, but, okay, let, let me back up. Um, I, I think you can learn something uh, from last week's game, and I think we can we can uh, Ohio State we uh, the Ohio State we the Ohio State we uh, can do this better than than Illinois did, um, and, and that is uh, stacking the box, giving Jonathan Taylor trouble, um, and, and forcing Wisconsin to to throw the football uh, to 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 move their offense and to score. Um, Ohio State's front four. Uh, is is mind blowing. Linebackers are are significantly better than they were uh, a year ago. So overall, I think the net for the for the front seven um, is uh, means that that's that's the strategy that's that's going to work really well. Um, to continue my my dispassionate um, analysis, even though you guys know that that's garbage, and I'm freaking out about this. Uh, a better scoring average is something we should look at too. Um, uh, more productive offensively uh and, and overall um we mentioned the, the the comparison between jonathan taylor and, and jk dobbins but but ohio state on the ground overall is a it's, it's a better rushing offense um uh-huh. in terms of yardage than than wisconsin's is uh and it's a home game thankfully yeah. uh, even even with all that stuff i'm like <laughs> uh, but i do think ohio state wins on saturday so because um, we don't need no stinking badgers we don't need no stinking badgers, um, and and I hope that's going to be the. You had a you had a quick thing about the game that follows. Uh, was this like lesser nude Saturday? Or... 
Let's I, don't know, yeah, I don't know what that would be. What, I, don't what, 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 I don't know what's what's coming up after after that one. So if if you're not entertained by the rest of the games on the slate, and there's a lot of really kind of intriguing under undercard games this mm-hmm. week, um, keep your eye on stay on Fox and keep your eye on Texas at TCU. The Longhorns are only a two point favorite on the road, and the reason why is because the TCU defense is actually good by Big Twelve standards. Um, they're giving up 200 fewer yards than Texas, and they're playing at home. Um, this is a game to watch really just for a kind of, you know, Oklahoma's resume, for one thing, um, to see, you know, because they're still kind of hanging around with a potential playoff opportunity here. But right. if Texas takes too many losses and that's the only signature win that Oklahoma gets, um, you, you got to think that's going to raise some questions about them possibly sneaking into the playoff if crazy stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um and also, it would affect Texas's bowl appearances, possibly. So um, keep your eye on this one. It could be intriguing. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, we have, um, I, and I'm, I'm scrambling something here, because I, I, I think my cat literally erased the, the intro into this, so I don't have the line in front of me, and I have to find it. <laughs> if you don't follow Colors Advice, uh, you can uh, t- switch over to CBS at 3.30. Excuse me, and watch El- Auburn at LSU. Yeah, Charlie erased all of this stuff because I can't <laughs> tell you how they rank. Um, I will go back and find that. But while, while Carla, while I do that, Carla's going to tell you what she thinks about this game. <laughs> Gosh, Bo Nix is like trial by fire in this in this season, isn't yes. he? Like he's just yes. gotten like it. Auburn just has, must have one of the most difficult. And, and he's, he's acquitted himself pretty well. I mean, I mean, there are times he looks like a freshman. Um, he 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 cannot look like a freshman this week, though. That that yeah, would be that would be real bad. Yeah, no, no, he definitely can't. And and when you look at this game and you look at the the numbers on this game, the the defenses are literally as statistically statistically equal as mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. in this game. Like they're within like a tenth of a yard of each other in the, in the amount of yards that they give up. Like it's that ridiculous. Right. And even the ratio between passing yards and, and rushing yards is almost identical. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. Um, both these teams are really, really great at stopping the run. So that's bad news for Auburn because let's think about that. Like it's great thing stop the run, but LSU doesn't really run the football. <laughs> they're running yeah. the, you know they're they're running the fun and gun essentially this season, and um, you know they're they're averaging, um, oh yeah, so um yeah, Auburn's averaging more yards on the ground than in the air for, per game, and so it, it's just it's just not a good not a good combination here. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU's spread offense facing an an Auburn defense that's giving up over two hundred yards per game passing, also not a great combination here. Um, LSU playing at home, um. In the spotlight game on CBS, uh, yeah, all of that equals a pretty nice day for Joe Burrow and the uh, and the and the the LSU I, Tigers are going to beat the Auburn Tigers in the battle of the Tigers. The on tiger, Saturday. tiger, tiger on tiger balance. Yeah, uh, violence. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's that's not going to work so well. Um, two weeks ago, when when Auburn uh, went to Florida, uh, they uh, Bo Nix looked like a freshman um, against a really good defense. He threw three picks. Um, Last week, uh, you know, leave it to Arkansas to give you a, a, a game that will cure whatever problems you might have. Uh, Knicks was 20, uh, excuse me, uh, 12 of 17, three touchdowns. And, and the nice thing was, I mean, uh, they, were, they were able to run the ball as well. Um, so you have some balance. You, you don't have, you're able to take some of the pressure off of the true freshman um, who, who, who's, who's going to be an awesome quarterback yeah, right? he is. Right? at this point, you know, he's 13 years old and, and, and you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it, it can be tough. So if, if you don't have that to fall back on, 
and they're not going to have that to fall back on <laughs> Saturday. Um, and, and the other thing is, I mean, even if they did, even if it, you know Auburn has Bo Jackson in the backfield, um, th- th- those Tigers are not going to keep up with the home team Tigers, um, uh, led by noted Ohioan uh, Joe Burrow. That that offense is a machine, yeah, it is. averaging averaging fifty a game. Uh, number two in the country in passing offense. Um, uh, Mr. Nix, uh, I, I, I know uh, you're, you, you will feel the pressure in this one because the only way that you're going to win this game is if you try to keep up with that. And, and I don't think Auburn has the horses this year. Yeah, dude, your, your, your future is bright. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you're, you're not going to beat LSU this weekend at, uh, on the road. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and I did, I, I did, uh, just for uh, the sake of bookkeeping, um, Auburn is number nine. LSU is number two. LSU is an 11 point favorite. So now I feel better. <laughs> okay, kids. And then the final game that we are going to talk about tonight, um, the aforementioned Jimmy Harbaugh unemployment watch round, <laughs> round two of four um, <laughs> at seven thirty on Saturday night. Uh, two of my favorite teams. Yay. Number eight, Michigan, excuse me. Number eight, Notre Dame at number 19, Michigan. Um, and Notre Dame is favored by one, although that, that line has bounced around a bunch as you, as you, uh, ha- had mentioned, um, we're, we're, we're taping on Wednesday. So Wednesday afternoon. So that when I did my notes on Wednesday afternoon, that was the line at that point. I, I don't think it's going to get much wider, but yeah. I, either way, Carla, what do you think? Yeah, so so I have to go back and, and thank a, a former colleague um, Pat Forty when I was at Yahoo, um, who gave who who tweets on or yeah who tweets on Twitter, um, which is redundant, but yeah, <laughs> it's just been it's been a day, right? Um, so we so are Pat, professionals, we are professionals. <laughs> I'm not wearing my Halloween costume very well. Um, so 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 Pat Forty is the one that is responsible for the horrible loss alert on Twitter, um, which goes by the abbreviation HLA, which I was referring yeah. to with the um, Wisconsin loss last week. Right. Um, so so thanks, Pat, for letting me steal that. Um, thanks, Pat. And I'm, I'm also going to um, steal something from from uh, Jerry Palm at CBS, uh, who wrote in his preview of this game um, a very interesting t- statistic that I can't take credit for. Um, Michigan mm-hmm. is. One and twelve against top ten teams under the aforementioned Jimmy Harbaugh. Um, and I I think the one is like the the one win that Harbaugh has against Michigan State, maybe. Maybe I I didn't go look to see what his one win was, but okay. um, let's just say I, I, not, I bet that's it. I bet that's it. That's not something that you want to put on your resume when you're fighting for your job. No. Yeah. No. Um, and, and in here, you know, Michigan comes in with, with a number eight team coming in here and you just kind of scratch your head and go, I don't know if they've got a shot in this game. It's just, you know, you go back to what we were talking about before with turnover margin. I got, I love turnover margin. Um, so <laughs> another game where turnover margin is just ridiculously huge. Notre Dame is the top team in the country when it comes to turnover margin. They are really ah, great okay. at hosting turnovers. Okay. Um, and, and Michigan just happens to have, you know, the 84th worst turnover margin in the country. They've turned the ball over 14 times, and we've seen this happen in game after game where they have just turned the ball over in the worst times possible, um, you know, and, and just drop passes and just just not secure execution. In and any- fumbles, a lot of fumbles. Yeah, a lot of fumbles. Um, so, 
that's not a good recipe when you're going up against a team that is just really, really good at, at taking the ball away. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the Sports Illustrated uh, Notre Dame team site, which is a thing I didn't know existed. I didn't know that Notre, the Sports Illustrated had team sites now, but um, they brought up a really interesting point about um, Notre Dame's scoring defense versus Michigan's scoring offense, which when you look at it, if you look at if you use ESPN to kind of break it down and you look at the two kind of numbers back and forth, and it, yes. it looks like Notre Dame's defense is really not stellar. Right. Um, but when you break down the scoring offense or scoring defense numbers for Notre Dame and you look at them side by side with the Michigan scoring offense numbers, it is completely eye opening at how mismatched this game is and how okay. um, and, and we've seen how Michigan time and time again has just not had any luck at all against decent defenses. They just can't put anything together offensively and even just the 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 touch of a a somewhat decent defense is causing this offense fits um Mm -hmm. and and where i realized that that michigan was kind of in trouble for this game actually comes back to what we were talking about that i said i was going to talk about penn state michigan later in the show here we are um what was eye-opening for me Mm -hmm. is the fact that how quickly in the post-game press conference jimmy started complaining about the lack of flags for penn state it happened really, really early in the press conference. Yes. And that's not something that you do if you're confident in your team. And, 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 I've, and I've heard that. Um, I, I, I got to go back to the, uh, the overtime game. And I, I forget which year that was. Um, but, but, I mean, immediately he was complaining. Uh, like, as soon as he set foot in the, in the room with reporters, he was complaining about uh, a, a, a first down call. Um, where, where JT Barrett got got uh, got hit early, but stretched, got the first down. But watched the replay over and over and over. Um, Bo used a used the phrase "bitterly disappointed." I think that was in 1973 when Ohio State Michigan tied uh, and 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 tied in conference standings. Uh, that was when. Um, that that may have been the first year where there was not a requirement that if 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 you had gone the year before another team has to go to the Rose Bowl, hmm. and the Big Ten athletic directors voted to send Ohio State, um, be, because in part because Michigan's quarterback was hurt, Dennis Franklin, and and Bo came out and said, "I am bitterly disappointed about this decision," and it it's it's like Harbaugh was watching this tape over and over and had this stuck in his brain because as soon as he came out after that game, I am bitterly disappointed. The same words. Yeah. And this is, a, this is a tangent that has absolutely nothing to do with me, but it's just something that I've noticed. You guys know I'm not a fan of Jim Harbaugh. Right. Well, um, and I, and I have except a message. When except when he's coaching the 49ers and that was, that was a while ago, but, yeah. but, but, yeah, but it was the same situation. It's like immediately, the referees caused this problem. This was this was the year that he threw his clipboard like uh, twenty yards out on the field and and, and, and of other stuff. But yeah, Harbaugh. So he's complaining about the the officials in the Penn State game. You know who had no, more penalty yards in the game? I'm I'm going to go out of limb and say Michigan did that. Penn State did. Oh, Penn State had more penalty yards in that game, and 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 Jimmy was complaining about the officials not throwing enough flags on Penn State. Penn State had more penalty yards in that game. Um, okay. Okay. Notre Dame's gonna win this game, and I don't have <laughs> I, I don't have much confidence in in Notre Dame as I, 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 I you know overrated. 
Yes, yeah, I think that's true for Notre Dame, but we believe that for several years now. Yes. Um, but I still think Notre Dame beats Michigan in this game, just because I think I think Notre Dame defense is going to do the same thing that Penn State did last week. I think Michigan is going to see mm. deja vu, and this game is going to be nearly identical to the game they played last week in Happy Valley. Okay, I, I, I think the I think the Notre Dame and the Penn State matchup is the same um, or very similar. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be real interesting. Okay. Unemployment watch may become an un- unemployment warning. Um, <laughs> by by by. Oh, we would upgrade to an advisory first. I think. I think that's what the national okay. advisors would do. Significant, significant Harbaugh advisory. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look, I, 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 this this game. I I really don't think this game is going to have a whole a, a whole lot of bearing on. Excuse me, like national picture. Uh. Uh, we, we, we've talked at length about Jimmy and, 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 the, and the issues there. Uh, no, I think Notre Dame lost some luster from those helmets, not, well, not with the loss to Georgia, but since Georgia lost the game, um, at home to South Carolina, um, yeah. I, I, initially I thought that that's actually not a bad loss. And now it's like, uh, uh, so outside of the traditional rivalry thing, the question here is. Harbaugh, um, we, we, we've talked about um, Michigan's gauntlet uh, last week. Um, when you look at the last six games, uh, four of them, um, back-to-back weeks, uh, Penn State last weekend, Notre Dame this weekend, uh, a couple weeks off, and then Michigan State and Ohio State. That's brutal. That is uh-huh. That is, that is rough, and I know I know Michigan State's not ranked right now, but um, a rivalry game and et cetera, et cetera, anything can happen. Um, I have thoughts on Sparty too. We'll get there. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I, I, obviously, yes. Um, I, I I I'm struggling with this one a little bit because Michigan actually did improve. Um, I, I I joked about Harbaugh saying, "Oh, my offense is like this close to to getting really good," and I'm like, "No, I I don't actually see that." But they were they were better against Penn State. They were, um, and, and and you saw that in the in the especially in the second half. Uh, but I, I just I, I'm still not sure. Uh, number one, this is not a team that that knows how to win those games um, because they have not. Because uh, I, for whatever reason, uh, whether it's coaching, whether it's talent, and and I tend to think it's not talent because we we've talked about Michigan's recruiting before and and how good that's been. Mm-hmm. Um. But but the team has improved. Have they improved enough? I, I'm I'm not super impressed with Notre Dame's offense. We've talked about this before. They don't run the ball well. Uh, Ian Book, the the uh, close personal friend of my of my intern uh, Gabby, uh, who I just had chili dogs with last night in Youngstown, which was which was fun. Um, nice. uh, I mean he's 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 an exceptional uh, college quarterback. Um, I, I I'm not sure that that's enough. Uh, for Notre Dame to be a really elite team, I think they are overrated at eight. Uh, I, 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 the the line for this game is correct in that in that it's tight, um, and I will give Michigan uh, the benefit of the doubt because they're at home. But man, I, this still feels like a loss. And then there's something. Then then we got to talk about um, you know short term uh, getting crushed by Wisconsin. Losing to Penn State, losing to Notre Dame, big not not a, a conference game, not a, a division game that's going to hurt you in that respect. But geez, that's a that's that's one that everyone's watching. Um, 
I, we, we will, I, I think we're going to continue to talk about Jimmy Harbaugh unemployment watch uh, as, we, uh, as we continue through the season. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find the uh, Carl and Crappy Show on Apple Podcasts. That's, that's the correct name right now. Um, Stitcher, <laughs> tune in, Spotify. You can woo if you want. I don't, I don't care. Um, as well as a variety of other podcasting services. You can also watch us babble on YouTube and our Facebook page. If you dig the show, please rate and review. Uh, if you don't, you don't mind your own damn business. And it always come back next week. I don't, I, 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 what should we say here to find out how good we are, to find out how awesome we were. <laughs> that, that to find out like if Jimmy stress. Harbaugh still has a job. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good to, to, to find out the result of the Jimmy Harbaugh unemployment watch. Um, Carla, I, I understand you have a final thought. I, I do have a final thought because as much as I boasted about not being nervous last week about Michigan, and I wasn't, and even when that game got closed in the fourth quarter, I still wasn't super nervous about that mm-hmm. game. I had confidence in the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I am insanely nervous for this weekend, um, and, and, and it is the uh, it's the annual land grant trophy uh, game, uh, Penn State at Michigan State. Um, the one, of the, one of the great rivalries of all time. Great rivalry and the best rivalry trophy of all time. Absolutely. Not, if you have not seen a picture of the Land Grant Trophy, I highly recommend you go Google it immediately. I'm, post- I'm posting one. I'm posting one. So if you're watching, you'll you'll see it right here. Um, there it is. Um, and <laughs> there, I love you a spot so you can put the Land Grant Trophy. Thank you. Um, it looks like you acquired it at your grandmother's garage sale. It's it's just it's just a thing of beauty. <laughs> it really is. Beauty, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Um, and so here's what makes me nervous about this game: Michigan State has pulled the upset, being the underdog against a highly ranked Penn State team in each of the last two seasons. And in part, you can blame Sparty for derailing Penn State out of potential playoff contention each of the last few seasons, yes. because the the game just falls at the worst possible time. You come off of a big win, which is, seems to happen every year. Mm-hmm. Penn State has a huge win, and then they play Michigan State, and it's like the wheels just completely fall off the wagon. And where are we this year? Big win against Michigan, and now we have to go to East Lansing. Mm-hmm. Um, this game terrifies me. Penn State is only a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, um, mm-hmm. and they are ranked. Obviously, Michigan State's not ranked, so that's a huge line. Um, yes. The fact that um, you know they're not, they're not even favored by touchdown in this game. And the thing that Penn State has to watch out for, I know I've been complaining about the slow starts all season, what I saw last week against Michigan about against Michigan, they started well. They started really, really well. The second quarter was mm-hmm. was probably some of the best football that Penn State has played all season. They got tired in the second half, and you could tell. Yes. Um, yes. They got tired up front. Michigan was able to move the ball. Michigan was able to run the ball. Um, those are things that that Penn State has not allowed all year. It was like the front line just completely got exhausted um, mm-hmm. by that Michigan um, offensive front line. Um, mm-hmm. That can't happen this week against Sparty. Um, Sparty is a second-half team, and so this is right. something that you have to be really, really careful with, going, especially going into East Lansing. I guess a team that's going to have a lot of confidence because they've done this before. Penn State, be careful. <laughs> um, be careful. Yeah, this, this, if, if, if the season's going to go off the rails again, it's going to be this game. So um, go bring that land-grant trophy back to Happy Valley, please. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be... I'll be 
sitting on my hands and keeping an eye on that game. Sparty's always scary. Michigan State is always scary. And that's why I'm not I'm not discounting them as we as we look at the Jamie Harbaugh unemployment watch. Yeah. Um, you know, in that situation, it's 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 a it's a traditional rivalry. So you, there's there's an advantage there. Um and, and, and Mark D'Antonio just seems to know how to do that, especially in that rivalry. But, but, um, you know, the, the numbers you, you, you cited, um, for the, for the land grant trophy, it's, it is, it is a legit concern. I am always, I am always worried about playing them every single year. Um, that, that is not a game to take, uh, to, to, to take for granted. So that, that's actually, that's actually what I should be for Halloween this year. Forget being a professional. I should be Mark yes. D'Antonio in a rivalry game. It'll terrify everybody. Can you scowl? Let me see your scowl. Did you? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, you guys got to, you got to watch this one because <laughs> there's too much visual stuff going on. You, you just have to watch. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope I will be in Columbus uh, trying not to freeze my butt off. Um, Carla will be uh, probably parked in front of a TV in warm, dry Nashville. No? Nope. Okay. That, no, I'll, actually, I'll, be, I'll be in Atlanta of all places. Um, the, the, Atlanta? Yeah, the, the organist that played my wedding um, is getting married this weekend. So okay. congratulations, Caitlin. Um, Absolutely. So, congratulations, Caitlin. Um, I'll be what, watching what? on my, I'll be watching Penn State on my phone. That's, that's the plan. Um, actually, no, we'll be back in the hotel room by then. Um, that still works. That still works. Yeah. So the, the reception's relatively early. So we'll be back in the hotel room. I'll catch the end of the, the Penn State game. And um, then we're going to Ikea on Sunday because yay. Excellent. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you watch the games on your phone while you're dodging a wedding or you get to sit <laughs> in front of a gigantic television or whether you're freezing your butt off in Columbus. Because you're big and nude. Because <laughs> don't be nude. Don't, it's going to be too cold in Columbus to be nude. Uh, we hope you have as much fun as we're going to have. And we hope you come back here next week uh, and, and join us for a week number 10. Carla, cheers. Cheers. Everybody, you guys, uh, thanks for watching, listening, and we will see you again next week. Afternoon is because I have to play for a funeral on Friday that I wasn't planning uh, on. No, no, no. <laughs> he also turned down. Type seven six six one, and then turn down the brightness on the on the laptop. <laughs> All right.